Welcome to Go Simcha, the podcast that takes you on an in-depth approach to the Jewish music, entertainment, and Simcha world. Now, here's your host, Zisha Littman. Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of Go Simple, the podcast. We had so much fun recording the episode, um, but it couldn't have been done without the help of our sponsor, Karen Simchas and Vikalis. We're going to take a minute to hear a little bit more about them. The following episode of Go Simple the Podcast is proudly sponsored by Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo. Karen Simplis Chassan Vicalo was founded over 25 years ago and is based in Brooklyn, New York. KSCVK helps widows, orphans, and people who are in dire need of marrying off a child. Working through their network of vendors, KSCVK ensures that every wedding is just as special as the next. Run by world-renowned party planner Devora Benjamin, KSCVK takes care that each wedding is as elegant as the next one, ensuring dignity and class through every wedding that they put on. To donate to KSCVK, please visit their website, kscvk.org, today. That's kscvk.org, and help make someone's wedding special. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another awesome episode of Go Sim for the podcast. This week, we're taking up episode 32, um, right the week, right, week right before Purim. This is exciting, exciting, exciting news. Um, and what better way to kick off a, a new episode with a new up-and-coming singer? You guys have probably heard of him on he's singing with some some other people some and seeing some of his music videos. He's got some pretty famous cousins out there making the rounds now on the scene. I'd love to welcome Ellie Levin to the show. Ellie Levin to the show. Pleasure to have you, my friend. What's going on? How are you? Hey, how are you, Zeech? Thank you for having me on. Hey, man. It, it's it's my pleasure. It's it's a big schluss. I, I love doing episodes with guys who are up and coming, who are who are putting out new music, good music, good quality music, and it's 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 people's window into into learning more about you. So it's my pleasure. The pleasure, you know, seriously. Yeah, thank you so much. Yeah, I'm looking. I'm excited to talk to you about whatever it is. Let's get into it. Okay. So, so what's, what's your story? I mean, like, it seems like I was trying to find you. I was trying to see if you had a website. I was trying to see if you had like what you got going on there on, on your presence online so I could hear more of your music. I've heard some of your songs. I've heard your work, your collaborations that you've done with people, but what's your story? I mean, how you don't, how'd you get into, how'd you get into all this? Um, yeah, it's interesting. I've actually been doing it for quite a while. I've only been doing it full time for the past two, three years. But um, like at, even doing it, it has only been mostly through word of mouth. And then now I use Instagram heavily. Um, but I've been performing for events and simchas for probably at least 10 years now. Um, but just much more as a side thing. Hmm. Um, Interesting. Meaning, meaning you started... I've always been musical since I've been a little kid. I've always been interested in music. I've, I've never been able to resist picking up an instrument if I saw it. Nice. And growing up, it was always with me. Where like, whether it's the camp, and the... Actually, thinking about it, Purim was always my favorite day of the year because then I got to, like, get out and entertain people and I'm like experience the thrill of performing for people like in public, going to people's houses. And uh, yeah, it's, it's coming to Purim and it's like a very, it's always been a big thrill for me. 
Nice. So it's, it's, it's exciting. We're coming up to your favorite day of the year and you, 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 are you doing any, are you performing at all or you're, you're just going to enjoy the day? You're going to, you're going to go out and enjoy the day. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's actually, I've test. been doing the same, uh, I've been doing the same gigs for the past couple of years. Um, you guys should know if anybody's listening was in the Brooklyn area. Um, the first night of Purim, I fought brain by a guy, Yitzi Berger Ooh. on 28th between Quentin and R. And we've been doing that, uh, it could be like eight years now. Wow. Um, and it's always good. Uh, it's always a good show. It usually goes pretty late. So, you know, people pile in and uh, sing along well into the night. And then, yeah, I do uh, a perm student monthly during the day. Oh, wow. Very cool. So, so back to your, to your, your background in music, your beginnings in music, like what, how did it all happen? Meaning you said you were, you were always very musical. You can never resist picking up an instrument. Listen, I know I'm the same way. I, I, I keep, I literally keep my guitar behind me at all times. Um, and it, I, I also, I, it's, it's just, it's just fun. It's exciting when you can, when you have such a talent, like what really got you started in this? Like what was really the, the push that you're like, this is really this yeah, is yeah interesting to think about i think well first of all my family is all right like you even mentioned in the intro i have a lot of uh musical uh talent in my family my father and his brothers are always were very into singing there's a lot of kabach influence on that end as well my 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 father and his brothers used to actually if i bring with shlomo um oh, wow. and uh I, if I if I, remember, I I don't know how early in, but I, a very big help for me and influence was a guy Yaakov Browdy, who actually years ago used to play with Shlomo by a lot of his events. He was a keyboard player, but he's also a guitarist. And he was in a bungalow colony with me upstate. I don't know if you're familiar. Where, where are you from, Zish? I'm I'm from Detroit, Michigan, originally. You know, one of those out of town places. Yeah, yeah so it's not in Brooklyn. No. <laughs> but it's a little outside. So I here in Brooklyn or the tri-state area, a lot of families would go upstate in the summer to bungalow colonies, and my family went to several different bungalow colonies, and one of the places was called Shevis Asim. And uh, there was a family there, Browdy, and I grew very close to them. And he would, he actually probably taught me my first few chords on guitar. So learning from him brought me into the Kalbach zone. So that was probably the, the source of my Kalbach or like, you know, hearts and soulful uh, origins. And then going from there, you know, I, find, I, I got a hold of the guitar. Actually, I think I found one in my grandmother's basement, probably my uncle's old guitar. Nice. And the rest of history. Nice. That's, that's great. You know, it's funny. It seemed like I asked this question a lot, like how you got, how, where, how you first picked up to people, how you first got started. And then, you know, the funny thing is the answer is, is, is usually the same. You know, I found an old guitar in my, in, in, in my basement and I just kind of picked it up. But it's incredible, you know, like you never know what, where you're going to, you never know what's going to happen. So yeah, yeah. I, I, I always think of it as like the best thing that happened to me because, and I always tell my friends to get there, you know, a lot of, I used to give guitar lessons. A lot of people would ask me about giving guitar lessons. And I always said like, it's great 
it's amazing, um, but it has to come from the kid. And if the, if, the, if the child wants it, then it can be awesome. If it's not, if it's more the parent pushing it, then it's, a lot of times it's, uh, it's actually worse because then it might turn them off for the future. But personally, in my life, it has definitely been my sidekick my entire life, playing music, being able to like liven up events, have fun with friends, going away for weekends is always awesome playing music. Nice. So, you know, I promote it fully. Nice. No, for sure. It's, it, it's, it's a great way to like relax. Also like music has, has such a power over us, like to, to sit down and pull out, pull out your guitar or pull out or any instrument. It, it, it gives you such a, it, it brings out such a power and such a, it's a different experience. It's, it's a level of like the Vegas, a very amazing, like, amazing experience if you have that ability to use that and go out there and and liven people up and make them happy and and enhance the enhance the mood enhance the situation with it you're doing a good thing um so i i I noticed you you just you mentioned to me before that you came out with this music video and and i and i i meant i know we were talking before the show that I really like your sound. I found that music video is very inspiring and very uplifting. So what's the story behind that? So um, this is a song I learned in Israel years and years ago. Um, when, when I was in Yeshiva, I actually learned in Mir in Israel. Huh. And uh, I, would, I, would, I, would, I took advantage of my time in Israel, made sure to like, spend Shabbat in many different places. One of my favorite places was this uh, little town um, called Parties Chana. Oh, no way. And there's a family. Hmm? Do you know oh, the area? I know the area, sure. Yeah, so there was a family there called the Laufers, Josh and Orly Laufer. And I used to go there, bring a couple of friends, very musical family. Shabbos was always um, just uplifting. And Shabbos morning, we would go out into the woods and dive in Shabbos there. And this was a tune that they would use for the Halukas. And um, I, I loved the energy and I always, you know, meant and I planned on one day, you know, trying to spread it in America. And it took a while, but it finally uh, last summer, it's two summers actually when I ago when I recorded right I released it this past year we uh, we uh, I recorded it with Ruli Azrahi phenomenal artist and we went to uh, Minnewaska State Park there's a place called Sandpoint if you look at the video if you watch it everybody was like floored because it looks like it's in another country it's gorgeous it's on top of a mountain overseeing a crazy view and uh, I actually brought a piano up on top of the mountain. It was a whole to-do. Wow. But it, 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 it was amazing, but it's really here in New York, upstate New York, pretty close to where all bungalow colonies are, actually. Now um, involved. And uh, I had an awesome response to it. People loved it. And I, I'm, I'm so happy to have brought it. It happens to be a lot of the songs that are becoming popular now I would say in that family, um, like like people are turning on to this, you know, generic, raw. I, I almost call it like settler music style. Music. You know? 
That's really cool. So now we're going to take a quick moment to hear a word from our sponsors. We've come to the time of year again. It's a 2019 Ura auction with prizes much bigger than before. Just do wait, see what we have in store. Told tickets to Israel and big fat check in the shade zone jewels to put on your neck. Be your rent, get a car, let us clear your debt. Go relax and win some weekly cash. We'll cover your tuition bill and maybe give you a new van. We'll send you on a trip nearby or to the Holy Land. Shop online or in New York, you'll get a great big shopping spree. Your $50,000 you can take home instantly. It's easy to enter, just call us or go just make sure you do it before you run out of time. More than $600,000 in prizes, only $5 a prize. Enter now at uraauction.org or call 1-877-7-AUCTION. And we're back from our commercial break. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy that you know, it's taken off. That's cool. And, and I guess you, you, can, you can say you, you could coin the term settler music and, and use that as new genre. Oh, no, it's not, it's, not my, it's not my term. I've heard it around. You know, it's funny. I think, I don't know who, maybe Chaim David I heard it from. <laughs> um, he, called, he called the American music shiny shoes music. What is he called? <laughs> <laughs> like the, the polished uh, like studio music that we're used to on all our albums. Right. He called it shiny shoes. That's funny. Shiny shoes <laughs> music, and this is like you know raw, and you know you, you can you can actually feel the artist with his guitar. You can almost, you know, it's almost like it's it's more raw, down to earth, real. And uh, there's something that I connect on that kind of music more than uh, you know, synthesizers. No, for sure. I, I, I personally am not a fan of like of this of like the synthesizers and how like people you you can take it you can take one the keyboard and make make an entire entire album basically off of a keyboard. I don't know if you've ever been to like any any weddings or any simchas in Israel, but they, they generally have like one instrument and it's either the keyboard or the drum, at least in Yushalayim. And they'll they'll make the whole band off of one keyboard. And it just sound it doesn't right. it doesn't sound like Yeah, sure. And but like, I mean, I'm, I'm not knocking anybody else's stuff, but this is, you know, something that like, uh, that I love. No, for sure. uh, that's what I, I mean, I was listening to some of your music and watching some of the videos on your Instagram page and you can, I can see that you put your whole heart and soul into every performance, whether you're singing by a chuppah or whether you're singing at a kumzitz or something like that, you really are real and you're very raw and, and put everything into that and it shows and it reflects and it reflects on your music oh for sure and and that's that's a great sound because when you're real people can pick up on that and and that's how you get people into that i can see i've seen some of your videos like the videos that you have on your on your pages and that's how you get people really into the into the moment into the into the matzav is by being real and connecting with them on that level yeah, thank God. Thank you. I appreciate it. For sure. Listen, you got a gift, man. You, you, you got a gift and you're using it. And Baruch Hashem, it's, it's, a, it's a full-time part of us. It's funny because I, was talk, I, I, I speak with a lot of people in your, in your industry. And only a few of them, only a handful of them can say that they do this full-time. Like Mordechai Shapiro, last time when he was on our show, we were talking about it. He said, you know, this is what he does full-time. And right. Nahar, it it really... It's it's cool. He's actually here in Israel now. He's doing a show tomorrow night in in Beit Shemesh, like near near where we are. 
Yeah, I, I love Mordecai. I feel like he's actually a great mix of the shiny shoes and subtler music. You can hear his heart when he sings. You can feel, and, and his, his skill is tremendous, and range is awesome. So, yeah, I'm a huge Mordecai Shapiro fan. Yeah, he's he's real and his dance moves. Oh, we were we were we were clowning around about his dance moves. He's got he's got yeah, those. I'm, gonna, dance I'm moves. gonna take some lessons from him actually. I'm gonna call him after this. I need to learn how to dance, right? <laughs> yeah, learn how to dance. Yeah. <laughs> I guess he's, got, it. he's got those moves, man, I'm telling you. But no, it's 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 cool. Like to say that you can do this full time and you're booked and people are are calling you and it shows that you really enhance the 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 matzah. You really, you really. You know, funny. Not a lot of people know. I'm actually, a CPA. Um, I got I got my master's in accounting. Um, while I was I, I was doing it at night through Fairleigh Dickinson at the, um, and a lot of people when they hear that they're like, dude, if you're an account, why are you why are you not doing accounting? I'm like, I'm doing music. Why would I do accounting? Exactly. I love what I'm doing, and I can't. I, a lot of people are like, "Why even did you ever go for accounting?" It's so not who you know you are, and it's true. At the same time, I did feel connected to it when I did it, and it's good to have. But I, I am so happy that music has turned into a full-time occupation. So how'd that happen? I mean, mind I ask, how'd that happen? Because it, it seems like with these things, you know, you get one gig, you get two gigs, and just kind of um, it snowballs. Does. That, that is a lot of how it happens. Um, people initially, like, you know, maybe 10, 12 years ago, it started out like somebody just asking me to come to his son's bar mitzvah and just sing a song or two. And then, like, you know, it becomes then somebody sees me there and hires me for their kid's bar mitzvah and for whatever. Um, I do want to give a credit a friend of mine, Benny Kahan, who was a bass player in New York. And I remember what he came to my house at one point and was like, yo, Ellie, we have to bring you, like he, he would be doing events. People knew him as the guy who arranged music and set up bands. And he pulled me in. And I think that was a step up for me. So thank you, Benny. I own a lot of cars and things. Um, and, it got me a little bit more used to, you know, actually the gig scene. Nice. Um, and yeah, it's just, it, it is, it is a big part of word of mouth. And the more gigs you do, the more events you do. People, I don't know. Some people don't like the word gig. I'm just, <laughs> like I'm using it. But the more events I do, the more people see me. And if they like it, they reach out to me. And, uh, and Instagram was a huge for me I saw that like I was able to share my stuff and people enjoyed it and it, it helped me grow a lot that's really that's really amazing that, that's really really amazing and now you you're, you you're releasing a a new song Moza Shabbos never give up what what's the story behind yeah. that and why are you releasing Moza Shabbos okay this is a this random song, by the way I am very excited about it. It's a beautiful song. My friend, okay, first of all, I want to say that being in this industry, I get to meet so many cool people and amazing people that like really have uh, like opened my world to see a lot of different parts of Judaism, I guess, or Yiddish title, people who are 
in different spectrums. Um, one of these guys that I am like floored by is a guy, Charles Bloomstein. And he's the guy who wrote this song. Charles is constantly creating an energy around him and he backs it up in every way he can. He, reach, he reaches out to people and he actually started this uh, brand, uh, Thank You Hashem. I don't know if he wants me to say that actually, but uh, it's about pushing out a, uh, a, 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 a bright positivity and energy and thanking Hashem for everything that we do. Meanwhile, he and his brother, his brother is Ali Malaslumsin. I don't know if you've heard of him. He has been known for creating some beautiful songs, writing some beautiful songs. So together, they were fabbringing with a couple of friends and they came up with this Negan. And Arya sent me like a voice note, uh, Arya Bloomstein, he sent me a voice note to uh, learn this song because he had hired me for an upcoming event. And he's like, I'd love if you sang this at the event. So I learned there. And I think, I think it was a Shavabrafus that he was hosting. He has a company. Has, uh, he, uh, he was making a Shavabrafus for one of his employees. That's so nice. And everybody was sitting around and got into the song. And I, in the middle of singing it, I was inspired and I created a third part. And it sort of felt like I made the song mine. And uh, Arya loved it. And he was like, Ali, we have to record this. We have to put it out. It's awesome. And we went to Donnie Gross, who is a tremendous uh, studio engineer, and he put the song together. We recorded it. We have some choir people singing uh, of him and his friends, that's Carl and his friends, are singing, backing. And I, I am feeling so good about this song, and I can't wait till everybody hears the whole thing. Um, you could actually hear a, a minute of it, on my Instagram, I shared a, a pre-release like, little clip so that you, know, you can get a taste in it. And uh, we figured what better time than to make sure it gets out before Purim. And uh, that way people could be fabbringing um, before, uh, well, definitely we don't want to wait till after Pesach, you know? Uh, yes. It comes up and then it's uh, a little bit of a, a dead was so we're gonna be uh it's actually i'm glad that this is working out now so we could pump it out so people could hear about it because this song is complete soul and the word the word is in yush pa'olam and never give up and uh it's that kind of energy that that the world needs right now i believe there's a lot of a lot of changes in, in like very fast in our lives here um, I think like political stuff clouded everything and people are very divided and a lot of that kind of stuff. I see a lot of rise in anti-Semitism around. Oh, yeah. And I, I know that a lot of the youth is very uh, struggling with a lot of change that's happening so quick. And I think that this is a great message and a good, a good feeling, hard to get soulful song for people to connect on. No, for sure. And I mean, I know, I know it's, it's quite interesting. You mentioned to me before the show, you're telling me a little bit more about yourself and how you said um, recently you've had an, a couple of different tragedies come through in your family. 
and it, it mm-hmm. it's such a sad thing but like with your with your song it seems like you're you're taking that and taking that music and and elevating it and really never giving up and keep moving forward and taking that power and the koach music that you have to to keep your head up and keep going and i think it's very interesting i mean i i tend to make these these types of these types of comparisons from what on the show like when i talk to different people and i find these different nuances within people's music and i think this is this is very very interesting how your song never give up is coming out and all these things happened to you over the past couple couple years like you mentioned to me and i think it's a really big tool for for to to keep going strong yeah i definitely feel like that is my mentality you know, generally, a lot, you know, whatever whatever comes your way, uh, you could be weighed down by it and uh, get stuck, or you can figure out how to keep moving forward, keep your head up, and uh, stay positive. And I think a lot of it, I'm lucky that like it's just natural to me to have that, and I know that it's you know it's not fear for some people who are really naturally weighed down more by these things um uh, but at the same time i do believe that a lot of it is up to you a lot of the way you process and react to things is your choice and uh i choose to to push forward i choose to uh keep my head up i choose to enjoy the good things about life um let me give a shout out to my daughter lani She's uh, my everything, and she she's like uh, the the greatest gift. Like you know, we we all have tremendous tremendous good in our lives. Just the fact that you have a brain, a human body, like anything. Think about your life, and you can find a million a million amazing things about your life that you can focus on and appreciate. And uh, somehow we let the one or two things that seem to like be real downers just cloud out everything else and, and like mistake because every day you could wake up excited wow you wow. you've just you've just given me tremendous amounts of physics, my friend and I, it, it you're 100 percent right you, you got to appreciate the good you got to appreciate the good you got to be basimcha you have to enjoy every little thing that comes your way and and because you can't let the, the little things get you down and I like it. I'm telling you, I, th- I, th- I like it. And that never yeah. gives up. You know, up. it's funny. Somebody, I was just talking to another musician, um, and it's very common. And I have this also that, like, after every gig, I'm very critical. Was that good? How did that sound? Like, you know, were people happy, like, nervous whether it didn't hit right? And, right. And, and a lot of musicians have this, and I've talked with other friends, and I realized that as you do more events the the good parts don't stick out because you're used to doing that every night it's it's uh it's just natural to you you only notice the things that that you know were a mistake or didn't go right and uh, if you keep perspective of that kind of stuff you realize that's the same thing not only with music but with every single part of your day the 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 smooth parts are smooth because they, you know, nothing went wrong and they're not going to stick out in your head. The only stuff that's going to stick out in your head is something that you felt embarrassed or something that you felt uncomfortable, unhappy with. Right. And 
if you keep the right perspective, you can just let let that fade into bottle the shishim of the, all the amazing stuff. No, for sure, hundred percent. And and that and that's that's truly truly the amazing thing about it all. And you know, again, back to music. Music has that power to really just overcome everything, and you and you live through it, and you live it. You know, and that's why I like your sound, man. That's why I really i I really like your sound. And I said before, it's real, it's raw, it's it's uplifting. It has that same kind of like feel, like like Shlomo Kaubach. And you've taken that and you've kind of adapted it to to add more soul to it. And I really like that. Yeah, so, thank you. For sure. So what's what's the future hold for you and and your music? It's a good question. Um, I have sort of been taking it day by day and opportunities have been coming my way. And I try to, to jump on the ones that look good. Um, a lot of people ask me, you know, when my CD is coming out, if a CD is coming out. Mm. And for a while I've been saying, like, I, I don't feel the need to put out a CD. I like the, the niche that sort of I'm in. Thank God I'm busy and putting me in the kind of jobs that I enjoy. Right. And, uh, you know, a CD is for the goal of a different kind of, a different kind of uh, arena, right. but at the same time, there is there does seem to be demand. Like a lot of people are, are asking me and saying, like, when are you putting out? I want I want to listen to your music in the car, and I want to, you know, an album. So you know, I'm weighing that around. I'm messing with it, and I'm interested. A big hesitation is that I don't I don't I don't know. I, I want I, I would want if I did release a CD for it to be my own material you know i have a problem that i you know i have written some stuff but i never feel good enough about it that it that it's uh something that i'm excited or proud to put out maybe one or two and i hope to release those as well um and besides it's a different it's a different world now in terms of what the purpose of a cd is um, in, the, in, the, in the olden days, it was literally whatever. Growing up, when I was a kid, the CDs that were coming out were for profit. It was meant as a way to make money, but I don't believe that's the goal nowadays for basically all musicians who put out CDs. I think it's much more to promote yourself and to get known and to, to be heard and to be in the now. Yeah, well, it's a, it's interesting because we've had this we've had this 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 debate um, multiple times over on the show with with ver with various guests, and some people are into the CDs. Some people love putting out the albums. They find find it very very powerful and very effective, and others have really seen that it's just better to put out singles. And for both those reasons alone, you know, what I'm saying like, people, you're not making millions off your albums, like unfortunately right. you're not you're not making millions off your albums especially in the jewish industry um mm -hmm. and so it could be used as a way of like you said getting your name out there getting more people to hear your stuff um but at the same time it, it's costly and to put out 12 tracks 
and have that one one track or so to be um, what people are going to know you for. It might, depending on your situation, it might be worthwhile to just do a single. Me personally, I, I like albums, and I was telling this. I was telling this before. I forgot who. I think I was talking with this with the Oni Z and Mordechai Shapiro. I forgot who we were talking about this with, but I find that albums really you can tell a story with it. And it gives you a better perspective on the artist because each song is a different and each song is a different is a different part of the story to to bring together the entire album with a single you get to know you get you know it's a it's a one i guess as they say in the secular world one hit wonders so you know it's it's all about your perspective yeah it's on it. true i think I, I hear what you're saying i do think though that even if you do put out an album it's it's not played in the same way that it used to be anyway right they used to have CDs or tapes. Now people are making playlists, and it's basically right. even if you did put an album, you end up people focusing on one or two of the songs, and the rest of the songs don't even get heard. I, I don't know. I, I know myself that I'm I'm busy every night, so I'm trying to keep on top of the songs that are people are singing. I'm not learning every song from every album that comes out. I'm I'm hearing the ones that are popular, right? And I I, I don't even know the other ones, right? No, for sure. So what would your favorite song be that you've either ever written or covered or heard? Yeah, it's an interesting question. I don't, I don't really have an answer off the cuff, but I was just thinking as you were asking that I have written a song. It's a lullaby for my daughter, oh. and I have never shared it publicly, but that's very um, touching to me. Maybe, maybe, uh, yeah, no, I don't really feel like it's uh, a song to share with the public. It's just very uh, personal, but that's okay. Um, I have a song, and once again, nobody's going to know this yet because I haven't released it, but there is a song that I actually wrote many years ago, and my father always uh, gets on my case that I have to record it. He loves it. And my mother actually told me that it's regularly like that. She can find them playing the song and listening to it. Um, and it's a funky, cool reggae feel. And I, it's called You Say Nok, about mm. Jerusalem, Mishlam. And I do, I do hope to uh, actually record that. Nice. Share that. Nice. That, that's really cool. I, I look forward to hearing that. Um, so... Where where can people find your music? Where are people going to be able to find this new this new release um, for purchase? I would assume we're big believers in buying music over here on the show because you know you people yeah. uh, love brother. Exactly. Um, okay, so my my biggest platform for myself is Instagram. You can find me at l eleven music, e l i l e v i n music, and I I I do my most uh, pushing out, promoting on my Instagram page. Okay. You can uh, you can look through my posts and see uh, information about the song that when it will come out. Um, we plan on releasing it this month of Shabbat, and uh, there will be a link on my Instagram bio. You can be able to click to the YouTube video. Okay. Um, and uh, yeah, definitely. Check out, check out my Instagram because that you can see a lot, like almost 
pretty like for some periods of time, like almost nightly, like clips, uh, clips of the events that I'm doing or some covers that I'm doing. Um, yeah. Cool. And I'm assuming that this, this album or not album, this, this single is going to be for sale or you're giving it away. Um, so, so the, the song, the song is being released by, by Charles Bloomstone. Okay. And he's going to be putting it onto all the, the music platforms, such as uh, Spotify, iTunes, Apple Music, Google Play, and that kind of stuff. Um, I'm guessing, I, I don't know, I didn't discuss uh, how it is. I'm guessing it's like a regular song, however you buy or download a regular song. Um, but uh, it could be, could be he's not interested in charging for it. I, I would... Uh, look into it and see. And I guess whenever I push out the song, maybe we'll have that kind of info available. <clears throat> cool. 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 Wow. Well, Ellie, it was, it was seriously a pleasure to have you on the show and I, I really look forward to hearing more of your music. I'm going to start following you on Instagram. Well, I think I already do follow you on Instagram, um, but I want to, I want to keep watching your stuff and keep listening to your music because it's really inspiring and it, it, it's, it's cool to meet people like you who, who are out there doing what you love and making, making money off of too, but really going out there, doing what you love, inspiring people and, and making music. And I think it's really cool. And thank God. Baruch Hashem. I'm, I'm very lucky. Well, you said it I yourself. Just wanted to, I forgot to mention um, the, the past song that I put out was with my friend Avrami Spitz. He put out an album called Faith. And his, he, he featured me on one of the songs called Anna, which is Please. If you yeah. click on the link in my bio currently on Instagram, I'll bring you to that video. Yeah, cool. That's very cool. Um, no, so as I was gonna say, you did mention, you said it yourself before that like, you know, you're able to, you're, you the, the gigs you do and the type of stuff you're doing, it's really in line with what you like to do. And when, you know, when people said that, why are you doing accounting? You could be, why, why, why are you doing this? You know, you really set yourself, you're able to choose what you want to do, who you want to work with. And that's the ultimate in enjoying what you do for a living. And so I wish you continued that. Yeah. Thank you so much. Sure, man. It was seriously a pleasure having you on the show. Keep doing your thing. Keep doing what you're doing and keep us updated. Um, and if you ever release that other song, you ever come out with an album, please, by all means, keep me updated because I want to hear it and I want to, I want to keep following you and keep supporting you. Thank you so much. Vish. Really good to talk to you. Sure. No problem. All the best, my friend. Have a wonderful, wonderful day. Have a good one. You've just listened to another wonderful episode of Go Simple the Podcast. For more news, updates, and information on our next episode, like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram at Go Simple Live, and don't forget to check out the show notes and videos on www.gosimcha.com along with zeradio.com. Thanks for listening, and remember, Go Simcha! <laughs>